recorded live. What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon Quinn with Sports Talks with Brandon. Back for another episode of this show. This episode number 33. Um, sorry, I've been back for a couple weeks. I was doing some other stuff, kind of working a lot more, so I haven't had a chance to record. But today we're going to be talking about the NBA playoffs because we had a couple games this weekend. A couple series are at three. All the series are at uh, three three up on somebody, 3-1, um, 3-0 in the Asia Conference cases for both of those series. We're talking about that. Also, some big news in the Cowboys thing that happened a couple days, about last week. Jason Whitney finally officially retired. He had his retirement speech. I'm going to just talk about what I think that does for the Cowboys, what the legacy of Jason Whitten, and a couple other things. But let's first get into that, the Jason Whitten thing. So Jason Whitney, Jason Whitten of, Jason Whitten of the Dallas Cowboys officially retired last week. He had his retirement thing on Friday of this past week. Um, I'm, I'm not surprised. It took a long time coming because he had thought about it at one point earlier this year, then kind of went it went away, then he thought about it again, went away again, then he mentioned it again. I think the reason he retired, he retired from football partially to go work for the ESPN for Monday Analyst, which is not surprising. Um, they offered him a job doing that for Monday Night Football because John Gruden officially left to coach the um, Oakland Raiders. Uh it put they put Dallas kind of caught off guard. They said Dallas had to try to go find a tight end. Um, a couple of other things happened, but overall, I think Jason Witten was a really good player for the team. He's been there ever since Bill Parcells was coach, so he's played a long, long, a lot of seasons. He's he's one of the leaders on the team. Was one of the leaders on the team. I think he's a great player. Um, I think he's going to be a, I think he's going to be a surefire first spot Hall of Famer. Even though he doesn't have a ring, I think just his his some of his records he holds, some of the things he's done, immensely going to put him in the Hall of Fame. Um, other than that, I I don't think this really affects the Cowboys in any big way. I think now it just puts more pressure on Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott to perform. You got all those receivers now. You get to find a way to win some game, win some games with those receivers, run the game, running game, fix the defense a little bit. They don't really fix the corner situation, but I'm guessing Dallas is going to say we have the corners we have. We're going to just do what we do with those. That's fine. Don't really have a big problem with that. Um, on the one hand, I do think it's kind of interesting that it took, you know, it took so long for him to make a decision. But I know retiring is a big decision, and how you have to talk to your family first and all that. So, no really worries there. But like I said, I'm one of the greater one of the greatest players in Cowboys history. Um, I think he will be in the Hall of Fame. He'll be in the Cowboys Ring of Honor. That the Cowboys Ring of Honor will probably happen this year, most likely, because that's going to be quick and that's something Jerry will do right away. And the Hall, I think the Hall of Fame around, uh, you know, next in about five years from now, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. No questions asked. I think Cowboys fans were kind of shocked by the news, but at the same time, I think a lot of people were had respect for Witten to what he did for the team. So it wasn't like a weird thing that he did. You know, it wasn't really a weird, like, uneven situation. It was kind of like something he did on the fly. If he would have done it earlier, it would have saved the Cowboys, I think, $8 million on in cap space, which would have a little more cap money to use. But, you know, 
Dallas really wasn't going to do much with the cap, cap money as we saw in the draft. Um, but I think we'll see a lot of different things happen after, you know, as we think of on. Can Dex Prescott really just show up? Can Ezekiel stay out of trouble and just be the running back that he can be? We'll see. All those questions will be answered by soon enough. Um, but yeah, I like I said, really happy for Jason Witten. I think he did. He retired on his own terms. He really had a great career, and yeah, I think he'll do well at Monday Night Football doing analysis for that. But let's get into the NBA games, playoff games from recapping this past weekend. So we had um, from Sunday. From Saturday, we had the two Western Conference games, Houston, the Houston Rockets and Utah Jazz and the Golden State Warriors and the New Orleans Pelicans. Houston won pretty handily. They're on a roll right now. James Harden did what he did like normal. Um, so, uh, that, game, that series was – Utah really didn't give them a fight. These games were Sunday, excuse me, not Saturday, Sunday. I uh, Utah really didn't give him a f- uh, fight that much. Um, it seems like uh, Houston won one hundred to eighty-seven. Let me look the box score for you. James had twenty-four. Chris Paul had twenty-seven, twelve, and six. So good all-around game for everybody there. That series is up. Um, Three one in favor of Houston. I think they close the series out tomorrow, uh, Tuesday night. They'll finish off that series. Golden State Warriors beat the New Orleans Pelicans one eighteen and ninety two. Kevin Durant went off in this game. I think Kevin Durant um, just did amazingly thirty eight points in thirty six minutes. Um, uh, Clay Thompson had thirteen. Uh, er, Steph Curry in his second game, technically back, um, had 23. A little bit of everything for everybody. So I, they're back on track. I think this is going to be a fun series to see. I think, they're going to, I think they close out on Tuesday as well. Uh, so that will be based on everything. Um, let me go back to Monday. Or Saturday, excuse me. So Saturday we had Cleveland beat – Toronto, 103-105. This is on the back of like a last-minute shot by LeBron James that he made before the buzzer. Cleveland pretty much ran over them. I Cleveland is destroying Toronto right now. Toronto looks like a shell themselves. Larry had 27. DeMarco Rose had only eight points. There's not much. The team was pretty distributed. There was four guys. Yeah. Five guys in double figures didn't really help you much. But on the other side, Smith had no points, no rebound, one rebound, one assist, one steal. LeBron James had 38 points, six rebounds, seven assists, three steals. Kevin had 21. Kyle Korver had 18. George Hill had 12. Green had 11. So the, the points were more distributed across the board. Do I – am I surprised Cleveland won? No. Toronto hasn't shown you anything. Toronto – just reminds me of Atlanta, when Atlanta could win all those games in the past couple of years, win all games, make the playoffs, and then show you absolutely nothing. Toronto was a good team, but they beat Washington 
you thought they were back on track, then now that Cleveland just ran them over, and it's it's kind of sad. But overall, I'm not too like upset. I think that's just the way it's going to end up happening. Um, then the Boston Celtics beat the um, Philadelphia 76ers 101-98. This is a weird ending the game. Let me let me pull this ending out for you. So we get down to about 20 seconds, about a minute left. We, we get down to about five seconds left. Philly got the ball. Philly's setting up court. They're going to try to take the lead with uh, a shot. Melanelli takes a shot. He makes it. They think it's a three, so you see all the confetti come down, everything. Confetti's still falling, and they think, we think the game's over. So they do a review. The review happens. It was actually a two. So they have to clean all the confetti off. That took about seven minutes or so to clean it all off. We start the overtime, and the Boston Celtics are like, well, we're, we have second life now. And they destroy. They pretty much don't destroy them, but they 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 come out in the second half and just set overtime and play well. It was another close overtime at the end where, uh, oddly enough, Embiid has two really bad turnovers at the at the tail end of the game. Horford hits a couple free throws to pretty much ice the game, and the Boston Celtics win. Weird sequence. I think it's funny that the confetti fell down a little early, but. Yeah, pretty You thought you won prematurely. Hey, that's that's a little that's a little funny. Um, but overall, I, Boston has shown you so much. I, I I I'll say this right now. Brad Stevens is coach of the year. I'll say that right. Brad Stevens is coach of the year because he's done so well with Boston. You lose your top two players in Ky- uh, Kyrie Irving and uh, the other point guard. Um, I think it's Bradley. Is the other point guard for the team, and these young players have stepped up. The coach, the coaches have put the fire into them, and they've been playing well. I think if Boston's on a roll and they can keep on this roll, I'm knocking on wood because I don't, I don't know how much this really matters. But um, if Boston's on this roll, I think Boston can beat Cleveland. I think Cleveland has shown you some vulnerabilities. If you don't give, if you give LeBron James 40 points, every game Cleveland's played in this year, and so far in the playoffs, have been really close. You give LeBron James 40 points, give everybody else pretty much nothing. They cannot win. So it's – and Kyle Corver got lucky with a couple threes. I I mean, my I mean my word, you're, you're not really – nothing really changes. But at the same time, I'm not surprised. But we'll see what happens tonight. Because tonight we have the Eastern Conference games. Um, I think Cleveland wins. They close that series out. I think Boston wins. They close this series up against Philly. Um, and it sets up Philly and Boston. Now, Kyrie Irving and uh, the other point guard for Boston playing this game, the series will be amazing. I think the series is still going to be good. But play, people play on the line. But if you if you want to stop LeBron James, don't don't give him threes. I mean, don't give him give him the twos, but hit him, push him, do things to disrupt him. Like Indiana did. Indiana should have won that series, by the way, and they didn't. So I think with Boston, I think Boston will push them around and cover everybody else. Cover Kyle Corker, cover Jeff Smith, cover Kevin Love. Kevin Love is the only probably, probably the only person that can graze his own shot and, and score a bunch. But hey, I'm not surprised by any means how this is going. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. The, 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 the conference finals go. We'll see how much. Um, 
people are willing to do in the next couple and in the next round. But like I said, I'm so looking forward to see where this ends up. But I'll be back on Wednesday. Yep, Wednesday. I'm gonna do another another actually yeah, Wednesday I'll do another episode of this recap the game from the tonight and maybe tomorrow depending on how things go. Uh um but I do thank you for uh, listening. Please get enjoy. Also, we're getting close to um, NFL mini camps. Mini camps are starting. Mini uh, workouts are workouts are starting for the NFL, where players are coming in, rookies and stuff doing their workouts. We're getting close to the time where we'll start seeing. Uh, I say by the end of this, by the beginning of June, and we start seeing. Um, you know, more training camp, mini workouts, training camps, people getting involved. Before I go, I want to give one big one thing of news is that Matt Ryan got his thirty million dollar con uh, thirty million dollars per year contract. He's going to be making for five years. I think for five years, he's the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Well, uh, one thing I'll say: let's see what's happening next with Aaron Rodgers because he's going to be next one to get paid. Um. I heard something this morning, which is kind of interesting, on um, Get Up, uh, ESPN show. I I heard that they were. Do you think they should do a different cap for quarterbacks, like they do, like the bird rule in the NBA? I it's eventually going that way, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that you should because it's not really it doesn't matter. You can pay the luxury tax. You get your team anyway. You can get you can just rebuild your team based on the players. Um. I know they say Brady took a, pay, a lot of pay cuts, but Brady also has a bunch of other things he does, like model, and he really doesn't need the money, all that kind of stuff. So it doesn't really make us. I I see where they're coming from. You do you want to add where you just have you can just have court, you can play quarterbacks whatever they want. Well, if you do that, you're start playing position players might want more based on what quarterbacks making. Yada yada yada. We'll see what happens there. But like I said, I do thank you for listening. I really hope you did enjoy. I'll be back on Wednesday to recap the NBA and talk some about some Rangers baseball because I'm gonna get back into talking about Rangers because they're doing they're doing they're doing okay they're not doing great um, but we'll see, uh, but I'll t- I'll see you then I hope you did enjoy and see you next time.